Hello and a warm welcome to the TT2023 preview episode of the podcast. Steve, the fortnight is nearly upon us. And like last year, we're going to be going daily. We'll talk about that shortly, but... Um, it doesn't feel like a year ago that we were previewing the TT 2022, does it? Hey, I can't wait. I really can't. <laughs> Loads of stories for this year. It's going to be all action and I think the pace is going to be hotter. As hot as what? Jalapenos. <laughs> I was going to say as hot as your tan. <laughs> <laughs> right, so over the next two weeks, we're going to be bringing you the TT podcast daily. It's going to start on Monday the 29th, so make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're going to be on the island. We're going to be in the paddock. We're going to be talking to everyone in the know to find out what is going on each and every day down at the TT. And don't forget, TT23, you can get even closer to all the action. Whether you're on the island or you're watching from home, download TT Plus and make sure you've got your TT Plus live pass to see all the action live. So we're joined in the studio by... I don't, where, where do we start with this introduction? Fastest woman around the TT course ever. Superbike extraordinaire. Stunt woman. What else? Mechanic? Anything else? Good sleeper. Obviously not as good a sleeper as Steve. Um, TV pundit, radio pundit, last year's TT and this year's. It's Jenny Timmouth. Jenny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Great to be here. And then joining us via um, live satellite link up is um, the legend that is 44 Teeth journalist, Mike Booth. Boothie, you all right? How are you doing, guys? Good to be here. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, I say good to be here. I'm actually, I'm sat in my bedroom, so it's uh, it's, it's great to why be here. You, uh, why are you not in the studio? Um, I didn't get invited. I don't think there's enough chairs there for me, is there? <laughs> you, you look like you're sat in a cloud, like you've been naughty and you're sat in a cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like I'm in most of the time, just just bouncing from one cloud to the next. I don't feel sorry for you because you just told us you're going to Crete on holiday tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I need a nice time for the TT, don't I? No, everyone's gearing up for the TT, reading the stats, checking the stories, and Booth is off on holiday. Unbelievable. Easy life. I know. Right, got loads to get through, so we'll crack on straight away with it. I'm going to split this into like three or four rounds. I can't remember exactly how many I decided on. But we're going to, uh, rather than go through all the classes, the riders, and everything else what we'll do is we'll just pick up a few stories and a few different things that we want to we want to discuss and we'll go around the table and we'll speak to Boothy and we'll um, we'll get everyone's input on it so Jenny let's start with you um TT 2023 what are you picturing when we uh, when we arrive on the island in 2023 um first off I'm going to say great weather I'm hoping for great weather <laughs> but uh, it's going to be great racing isn't it it's always great racing at the Isle of Man and looking at the boys this year so far, the preparation for the for the TCD has been great. Lots of them are doing the British Championship and they've all been getting sharp there. There's loads in the Superbike Championship, loads in the Superstock. They've all just been at the Northwest. You know, they're all looking mega, mega sharp. And the, the race bikes this year, they all looking so even. You know, the spec of the bikes are so similar. The power outputs are so slim, similar. And, um, yeah, they're all looking like very, very closely matched. So it's going to be pretty epic, I think. Would we say that, that this is one of the most even... Uh, years for the TT and let's bring everyone in on this one in terms of machinery uh, you know that that BMW tends to 
just stick its head above the the parapet just a little bit in terms of reliability and um, speed. But we saw at last year's TT that that Hickey ran into a few um, fueling issues. He managed to make his way around that. But do we think that a lot of riders have, have selected the Honda this year? Do you think the Honda's going to be the bike to to be on this year, or or what? What do we think, Steve? Yeah, well, you know, British Championship. Uh, I think the majority of the paddock, Superstock wise, have gone down the Honda Fireblade route. Um, but you know, BMW have got a new bike out for twenty three, new new aero, um, a lot more air getting into it, so it's more power, keeping it cooler, and so on. And um, obviously. You know what a TT is like. It's about reliability as much as anything else because it's, it's a long race. But uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a level playing field again. I mean, superbike-wise, you know, um, I think realistically there's three people that are going to, that have got a chance of standing on the top step if everybody finishes, but um, that, they're all on different bikes. All right, now I know I've mentioned one of their names already, but let's try and keep this keep their names out of this podcast for as long as possible because I think that's that's where the conversation always ends up. Boothy, over in your bedroom, what's um, what are you most looking forward to at the TT this year? What what what? How are we picturing it? Do you know what? For me, um, I'm I'm actually looking forward to coming to the TT and uh, uh, just being able to experience it again uh, as a spectator rather than a racer. The last well, the last. Four TTs I've been I've been racing at, and you don't you don't get a chance to really take it in when you're racing. You know, Jenny and Steve will know it. We, it's it's pretty all consuming. You know, even if you're doing just one class, you know, you you you're fully focused on racing, and you don't you never really get chance to kind of take a step back and go and watch the racing and and, and chill out and kind of take it in that way. So I, I fell in love with the TT as a spectator when I went over there and watched it about. 10 or 15 years ago. And then I fell in love with it again when I started racing. But I kind of, I almost missed that. I missed that side of it now. So, um, yeah, you, you can't do both. Uh, you can't really spectate and race in the same week. So, yeah, I just, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to take take that side of it in. And, and I think, yeah, like Jenny said, it, it's going to be really close this year. So I, I, I just, I just can't wait. So how how long will the the excitement of a spectator last before you go? Oh, do you know what? Same question for all, all of us, I guess. Really, all you three ex racers. How long does it last until you go? Oh, actually, I'd sooner be out there doing it. Probably a, about half a second after the first rider <laughs> heads off down Glencutcher Road. Do you know? I, I, I loved racing at the TT, and um, I, I am going to miss it. But you know, the circumstances have changed, and I'm not going to be racing there this year. So I've just got to embrace, embrace it in a different way. Which, to be honest, I, I am really looking forward to because you know that's why thousands of people go over to the island every year to watch it because it's the best show on, in the world, and there's nothing like it anywhere. So. Uh, yeah, I'm going to miss racing, but at the same time, it's it means I've got an opportunity to to enjoy it with with my mates and take it in and yeah, just be a just be a TT fan again. How about you, Jenny? Is, is that the same for you when you go out there and you're working there on the on the radio? You get that buzz of going, oh, I'd sooner not have this mic in mind and I'd sooner have my helmet on. Yeah, definitely. Like Billy said, like as soon as somebody sets off and you hear them going, you're like, oh, I could be doing that. Yeah. But then I think the the good side about TT is it's such it's so great to be a fan as well and enjoying it from the fan side that that's just as exciting as 
it's not as scary as riding, you know, but it's just exciting watching it and being involved as a fan and being in the whole environment is so great anyway. That yeah. it it's not as bad as if I went and watched short circuit racing, I I won't I'd be terrible, I'd want to be out there completely, but TT's a bit different, you know, it's just great being a fan. But it's great listening to the guys going off, definitely. Yeah, I um I've never raced it, I've never experienced it, but I still get the nerves when I'm up on the start line. Are you the same, Steve? Are you um, are you a little bit further beyond it now? You've settled into your TV work. You know you enjoy. People I have got no interest in racing in the slightest. I've just come back from the Northwest 200, you know, and um, I'm I do I do thousands of miles testing and still riding, but and I'm quite confident in the Northwest I can still get in the top ten. There's no chance of me winning. No chance. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he said that with a straight face. For two for two <laughs> for two reasons. One is because I'm not sharp, and the other one is because I'm not really interested, and in that the, yeah. that the will to win is not there. But you know, to answering the question seriously, honestly, uh, when I stopped racing, I just flicked the switch. Luckily, and it was you know naturally, and uh, I'm I'm not competitive anymore. Or I don't feel like a, I don't get the, the hairs don't stand. Jen knows what I mean. The hairs don't stand up on, on the back of my neck, and it just doesn't. Um, I love to watch because I never got a chance to watch it anywhere yeah. around a TT while while I was competing. So I just love to get out and about and watch the guys. Uh, I'm in awe of those guys that are buzzing around. Let's end this little part here then with um, what you what are you most looking forward to at the TT? <sighs> new schedule, mm-hmm. new rules, quite a lot of new tarmac. And maybe some new lap records. Don't just give us sound bites. Give us some depth to that. Well, so, so there'll be a lot of people listening who potentially might not know, especially the, the new schedule. Quite a few people will realise that there's a few extra races in there. So there's an, an additional Super Twin race on top of everything else. Is that the only new race that's coming? So there's two races. Yeah, but different race for, distances. Yeah. <clears throat> because obviously they don't, the guys getting too worn out uh, when, when they're competing day and sort of day Sometimes there's schedule change because yeah. of the weather, of course, day in, day out and so on. So three lap races for the Super Twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some new bikes within that class um, and there's some different rules, dif- different tyre rules, slicks now on Super Sport and Super Stock. So there's quite a, there's quite a lot of big changes. You know, it's going to be a busy week for the guys. Uh, and like I said, the schedule's a little bit different. So they've, got, they've got to kind of get used to that. Plus also um, some, quite a lot of new tarmac. You know, the mountain section's been closed for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, windy corners all been resurfaced and various patches across the mountain as well as some other places around TT course. And just recently, while the mountain's been closed, they've had a, a landslide um, at Waterworks. So okay. there's a load of new tarmac there as well. So there's quite a bit of new tarmac, which, you know, the weather's nice, especially for a fortnight. That's what we're all flipping hoping for. Um, we could see some get, getting getting back to the high speeds that they were in 2018. Well, is that, that's my next question, really, with this new tarmac. Is it simply so Paul Phillips can enjoy his cycling a little more over the mountain? <laughs> or is it... Or is or is there a little uh, a little bit in there to, to, you know, to try and help the riders go a little bit faster? It's probably both those reasons, you know, because Paul Phillips needs to get up to pace. In all fairness, on his on his <laughs> on his peddler, uh, no, seriously. Um, hey, listen, uh, the the mountain section obviously it, it's wide out in the open, so it's kind of uh, it, it gets the worst of the weather anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what the TT organisers are like; they'll they'll jump on anything around a TT course to keep it nice and safe. Yeah. Love it. Perfect. Right, let's move on to the next one. The big stories from TT 2023. And we'll uh, we'll head to Boovie to begin with on this one. Can I just jump in there? Nope. You haven't answered that last question. 
What well, are you I... looking forward to the most? Well, in my eyes, there's only one thing to do at the TT, and that's head down to the fan park. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just knew it. I knew it. Do you know what? On top of that, though, I, I, I was going to say, Boo, the earlier, that I think there'll be a lot of people happy, not happy, but pl- pleased. I don't know if that's the right word to, to use or not, but the fact that you're not racing this year and you are becoming a fan has allowed you a bit more free time, which is um, which is quite exciting for me because me and you are going to be doing our daily roundup on YouTube every single day, aren't we? Yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, can't wait. That's um, it. It's <laughs> it means it means they get to work with you, Chris. I mean, so dream come true, right? I just yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> That'll blow yeah. over I, pretty. I, quick. I remember when I used to chase you around for your <laughs> autograph, and now we're working <laughs> together. Imagine that. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? Eh? Yeah, it's just like one big. One big um, fanboy group hug. Exactly, yeah. No, it's good. It's um, it, it's. Do you know what? Like it, the TT is an awesome event, and it was great racing there. And I've done that now. I, I feel like I feel like I still want to be part of the event, and I think this is a. It, it means I can. It means I can be there, be part of it, um, without putting my neck on the line. So that's uh, that's quite nice. Yeah, and I think the fans will appreciate your your take on on the the event. It's all going to well me spouting my rubbish, but people want to hear from the people that have been there and done it. So I think they'll uh, they'll really enjoy those. Well, yeah, hopefully. Let's, yeah. let's stick with you then. Yeah. Come on, then. Big. Let's see what we've got then. Big stories from the TT. What are, what are your big stories? Uh, do you know what? I, I think it's more of a. Uh, what I'm looking forward to see this year is is how how hard everyone's going to start going to well, not start pushing the, the last the last five years i've noticed a real difference in just how hard people are pushing do you know the top four or five they're 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 giving it everything do you know the and, and, and you know because we've got such great footage now from from all the tt coverage all the cameras are on the circuit you can just see they're giving everything you know the sm- slow motion stuff it, it's the the boys are pushing really hard, and I think because they're pushing really hard, what what will happen is they'll all start pushing each other, and you know someone will, someone will do a Hickey will do a fast lap time, and then Dean and Davy Todd and 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 Dunlop they'll all start trying push a bit more to get up to him. So I think what we're gonna have this year is some really really fast racing. Uh, I think I think um, lap records are gonna start going, particularly because last year came off the back of two non-years of TT, didn't it? So last year it was kind of, you know, they, they needed to get back up to speed a little bit. Now they've had that, everyone's back up to speed. You know, all the fast lads are, are riding week in, week out in, you know, short circuit championship, BSB usually for most of them. So they're all they're all going to be on it. And I just think this year it's going to be ridiculously fast. So I'm looking forward to seeing how hard the boys are pushing and, yeah, seeing some super stock Super stock, particularly lap records going because obviously the 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 boys are on slicks now, so um, yeah, in in super stock, I think yeah they'll, they'll be. They, do you know what? In actual fact, I think the super stock bikes now will be. They've never been far off the super bike times anyway, have they? And for me, one of the biggest difference between a super stock bike and a super bike was the fact that you can run slicks on a super bike. Now you can run slicks on a super stock bike. I think. It's closing that gap up even more, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I just think we're going to have some really, really, really fast racing and, and lap times the like of which we've never seen before. Well, I suppose it it all comes down to um, something that's out of everybody's hands, and that's the weather. If the weather's nice, then they are. But 
But just going back to that point of the lads pushing themselves, when we had Michael on the podcast, he mentioned, and a few of us have, have done it as well, we just go out and ride our own race. We, whatever happens, happens. But like you said, they're going to start looking at everyone else's times and they're going to start racing each other as opposed to going out and doing what they can. Of course they are. You know, they, they've all got pit boards. You know, it's all right saying, you know, well, you're just racing at your own race and going at your own pace. Well, why have you got a pit pod then? You know, they're, 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 they're going to be pushing each other. And if, if one of them lads sees P2 plus five or something on the pit board, they're going to try their hardest to make that five seconds up. And, you know, they get in from a, a lap on practice week and they see someone else has gone a bit faster than them. They're going to, they're going to just pull the finger out that little bit more. So I think, I just think it's going to be, we're going to get some amazing footage of, of the top lads giving it everything. Do you know, there's that brilliant picture of Hickey at the top of um, uh, Kate's cottage sideways, isn't he? Uh, I think we're going to just get more of that. And I just, I just can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great TT this year. He looks more excited than he did last year when he went and raced. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Steve, on on from that, what about you? What's um, what's floating your boat? Big stories. <sighs> Big story-wise, you know, obviously there's some riders injured, you know, but I think for me, just to carry on really a little bit with, with what uh, Boovy said, you know, I think Michael Dunlop's razor sharp. I think he's got his mojo back on the big bike. I think it's probably fair to say that we all expected Michael on the Super Twin and the Super Sport to be uh, king of the castle the last couple of years, you know, but um, or the last couple of TT, should I say. But he seems to be <clears throat> concentrating really hard on the Superbike at BSB. Um, he's taking it to the Northwest. He was razor sharp. He had some mm -hmm. issues, tyre issues and various things, but... Um, and probably his results didn't uh, show how, how good and how fast he was. But, you know, I think it's going to be more than just the Hickey Roadshow uh, for this year. I really do. Yeah. I really do for the TT. But on top of that, his teammate, Josh Brooks, you know, 31-7 is done on, on a Norton. And once he, I think once he gets his eye back in, especially working towards the back end of race week, uh, we're going to see that man getting up into, I think, up into the 134s. I really do. You yeah, know, as long as the weather's good, the surface is good, and and the grip levels are there, I really do. Yeah, because um, he, he's obviously a special talent. Uh, he's a class act, and if he's happy, uh, I know he's happy with the team and the bike at the moment. You know, I mean, if, if he's happy with the course and and got his eye in, he's going to be fast, very fast. Yeah, Josh's last TT was twenty eighteen. Yeah. I think if I remember rightly, he five came, years. Yeah, he came back yep. as a fan. Um, Jenny, what do you think? What what what, what stories are going down? Yeah, I was going to say the Josh because Josh is. Fast, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He's only, I think he's only been there four times and he was fastest newcomer in 2013. Yeah. He did his fastest lap on Norton, which is not necessarily, mm. you know, he's arguably on a better bike this year. Yeah. Um, he's second in the British Championship at the moment. He's happy, riding great. He's going to be out there fast, isn't he? He's, he's got no pressure. Peter's like the, the man everyone's watching, so... It's going to be great to see him and I see guess, how he goes. Yeah, I guess as a as a racer and a, as a competitive spirit, he's going to want to go there and put pressure on himself, and he's want to he's going to want to come back out with some results. But he's he's been leading the way in terms of FHO's charge at BSB. Do you think he can take any of that? And th clearly, he can't just go in there and go. Well, if I'm beating Hickey here, I can beat him there because it's a different playground. But he must take a bit of confidence from what he's achieving at British Superbike and Short Circuit and think, I'm riding this bike well enough to to probably go a little bit better than than I first anticipated at the TT. Yeah, I mean, when you get the TT, you, it's good because Short Circuit gives you that uh, picture in your mind of what you're capable of on that particular bike. 
and then you te- you apply that to the TT course. So he'll be looking at a point of view of what he feels within himself. He's capable on that machine, mm-hmm. not necessarily comparing himself to Hickey. That'll probably be in the back of his mind, surely, and because he's a competitive. You know, they're all competitive, but um, you always go in there as as focusing on yourself and what you can do against that course. You know, like say it's a time trial, it's not a mass start or anything. So you'll, you'll be focusing on himself. Do you think it's a benefit or a hindrance having someone as good as Pete in his team at the TT? I think definitely benefit. Yeah. Yeah, because you can see what somebody else can do on that same machinery you know what you can do on that machinery uh i guess they get they must get on really well and they must you know share share knowledge of the course mm-hmm. and t- tricks and tips you know and they're team players you know they're playing for the team so yeah i think it's a benefit what about you chris yeah i know you i know you're always walking around the paddock hand in hand with toddy what do you think do you think he's just there's had his a, first northwest 200 win a, you think he can do it there is a bromance going there i think i think it's mutual as well you know <laughs> um uh, yeah, everyone knows I'm a big David Todd fan, and I think he, I think now this year is going to be the year where he's got three years under his belt. He went there last year, and although he had his issues uh, in terms of the tire problem and the the engine, um, I think he's going to go there with the the belief that he can win now. I think he's he's done his apprenticeship, and I think he's I think he's ready to go. So he's definitely going to make the podium on a couple of occasions, um, and I think he has the potential to to win now um, but there's there's so many stories beyond the top three you know when we when we talk about the the TT it always kind of comes back to the fact that Hickey Harrison and then a, a another whether it be Todd Dunlop um, or Connor or whoever but there's there's loads of stories over in the the sidecars which we'll get on to but the biggest story out of that is the fact that John Holden got a, a passenger and we're going to see him there because we had him on the podcast. And even at that point, he was unsure whether he was going to be taking part. And you could see the desire and the fire in his eyes to want to compete. Even at, what, 60, 65, I think he said he was. So he's he's with Maxime Vazur, who I presume, I can only presume is French. I think he they competed at um, 2015 up to 2018, something like that. So relatively fast passenger as well. So hopefully John will have a good session. Um, Mike Russell... We spoke about Mike last year, and the T- uh, the Tourist Trophy documentary was was you know a bit of it was revolving around him and the fact that he took part in every single race. He's going to do the same again, and there's more races this year, which makes it even more crazy. Um, and and I spoke to him at the um, the premiere of that film about the 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 fatigue and the not only physical but mental fatigue, and he said it, it drained him, and you could see in the film that it, it drained him. Um, so I think he he's going to be working, you know, closely with the physios, closely with the doctors to make sure that because, you know, r- racing one event, like Boovie said earlier, racing one event takes all your focus and all your effort physically and mentally. So to do every one is... I'd say more mentally than yeah. physically, it really does. And I can't believe he's doing it again after <laughs> what he said last year. You yeah. know, he was kind of, what have I let myself in for? And there's more races this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Packs packs all this stuff away and goes, right, let's do that again again next year. And then Stephen Smith as well. Um, he was going to take part in the TT 2018 or 19, I think. He went and did the Manx this year, uh, last year and won the... Uh, the senior Manx, so he's going to come to the TT for the first time. So again, you can't. You always look at the the top five maybe and see what's happening there. And then you know if Stephen gets a top ten result or, or a top fifteen result, that's a huge result for him. But it, obviously, it gets lost in what happens at the top. So there's always those 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 other stories going on. And then we've you know the big story of 
of Lee Johnston, who isn't going to be at the TT, which is a, a huge loss for the TT, you know, um, and we send our, our love and regards to uh, his family and we look forward to him, him getting better. But then we've got Nathan Harrison, potentially maybe there, maybe not. It's 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 unclear whether he'll be there there or not. And if he's not, that's a huge story in itself, the fact that, you know, he's, he's beat himself up so many times now and he got the chance to ride the Honda and potentially he'll have to wait another year for it. So, yeah, loads. Michael Sweeney, he's not Michael there. Sweeney, yeah. Yeah, another one that's injured. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's a good runner and getting stronger and stronger, you know. And uh, it'll be interesting, actually, you, you mentioned Nathan Harrison, you know, and I, I really hope he, he'll get his chance to, you know, to take uh, with, with Honda to get out there. I really do. I know he's booked in the high park chamber and he's working flat out trying to get fit in time, but... If he isn't, will Honda bring anybody else in? Ooh, Boothy, you might not be working. You might not be working for us after all. <laughs> I've not been sitting by the phone waiting, waiting for a party. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's it's not the um, it's not the first time HRC about or Honda have had a have had a, a a top rider hurt themselves and not you know not be able to race at the TT. It wasn't that long ago that John crashed at the Northwest. Um, where when where was it 2017? Guy Martin came back and rode for them. I think he only got halfway through race week and had a big crash. Or I might have even been practice week. I can't remember. So it's not the first time Honda have um expected to have two riders and only had one. Before we move on to the next um topic, then just quickly in terms of the northwest, is it worth doing the northwest? As a racer, you want to go and race, you want to go and win, but the potential risk that you that you put yourself under of missing the TT, is it is it worth like would you have would you miss the Northwest to make sure a hundred percent you're going to be fit for the TT or would you, Jenny? I guess it depends on how confident you feel. If you feel like I mean, like Pete had a you know FHA left the Northwest, didn't they? Because mm-hmm. of the, the the carbon wheel thing, and so he didn't race the big bike there. But I think he'll go the TT that confident that it won't make any difference to him. Whereas other people want to go to shake down the bikes and shake down themselves yeah. and get themselves up to 200 mile an hour speed, you know, in your head. So um, I think it is beneficial to go. But it, like we were saying, it's getting so competitive. The guys are pushing so hard that there's a big risk to it. Yeah. Boovey? Uh, I, I think, I think yeah, if, if you can do it, you've, you've got to do it. It's it's like Jen said, it's, it gets, you, gets your head up to speed, your eyes up to speed. It's all right doing short circuit racing, but there's nowhere where you kind of flat out at 200 miles an hour for any length of time you know as soon as you get there you're on the brakes on a short circuit so i think i think um it's de- it's definitely worth it i mean where do you draw the line do you say oh we're not going to ride in practice week at the tt because we don't want don't want to have a crash do you know you've got to you've got to ride the bike to get up to speed so i think uh it, it's it's a, a necessary risk that that if you can get there then it's i think it's only beneficial yeah it's only in hindsight i guess when when you actually do injure yourself that you think it's I've never heard anything so ridiculous in all my life. Just... I raced a full season of world endurance, British Championship, all the roads. You know, it, uh, it's not just the Northwest. They're yeah, going yeah, straight yeah. back now this weekend for Donington Park weekend. You know, and Hickey and Josh, they're there, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Harrison and so on. And, you know, the bottom line is it's it's racing and it's a full season. D- true, but I guess a lot of these riders, especially someone like Nathan Harrison, he's had the TT in his head. Every Everything else is just preparation for it in as far as he's concerned but and and again it's only in hindsight when something does happen that you think oh well if it had not gone it'd be fit but 
if it had not gone, he wouldn't be up to speed as, as quickly and he might not get a, a decent result. So I understand the question because obviously the TT is annual. Yeah. It's not it's not like like a, a long championship. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so so it is difficult. But uh, yeah, and, and the Northwestern has always been a week or, or the most two weeks before TT. So it's a little bit of a you know you're doing. I think Josh went through the speed trap at, unofficially at 217 this year uh, at the Northwestern. Hundred. So you are getting <laughs> your your head back up to speed um, for the for the obviously for all the high speed sections of the TT course. That's crazy. 217. Well, it's all right. Hey, listen, I took the newcomers round, and this, I mean, that's not talking about me, but it's. Sounds just, like you are. But it's more, the, I'm talking about modern <laughs> machinery and, and high speeds, yeah. but a completely standard S1000RR road bike through the speed trap, flat out on the rev limiter in top gear, was 198 miles per hour. It's crazy, isn't it? That's, that's a bike out of the showroom on road tyres. That's crazy, isn't it? It just shows how fast, you know, but, you know, but it takes a Mike Rutter. He's competing in my F, uh, BMW F900 One Make series. Your, your series? Yep. I'll run it. I'll look after it. And if you come, if you want to come and ride in it, Chris, you have to come to me to get an entry. No, Play, really Plater's BMW. Um, but no, he's he's racing in that. But he says he said uh, it completely blew his mind when he got to the northwest of the high speeds. Right, yeah, and, yeah. And, and again, at the TT, that would be even more. That's it, yeah. You don't yeah. want to spend the first week of practice yep. getting yourself up to speed. Yeah. All right. It makes sense. I, I appreciate those uh, those viewpoints. Let's go wild cards now. Um, what's what's your bold predictions? Let's start with oh, let's start with me. <laughs> right, this is mine, and and this might um, listen. I'm gonna pre- preface this by saying I love the Birchels, but I reckon the Crows might be the Birchels this year. That's a big statement. It's a massive in it. Hey. You know, it'll be nice for somebody to be chomping at the bit and, mm-hmm. and, and push them even harder because, you know, it's like I think um, it's no different to Harrison and Toddy and Hickey. I think Hickey can afford to ride around at 98% at the moment and be more in his comfort zone, as the Birchalls can with everybody else in the paddock. But as soon as people start to push, then they have to push and that's when maybe mistakes or, or you bring in to... to to the factor of reliability with the engines over revving and so on, you know. So it's yeah, it'd be nice, nice to see. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. I, th- I think um, what we saw last year, they are they're ready to 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 take on the Birchels, uh, and how I guess the the question is how hard have the Birchels been been um, been been working really? Boothy, do you do you keep an eye on the 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 sidecars? What's what's your view? Do you think do you think they've not those boys haven't been been tested yet? I think the the, the Birchels, you know, when you, when you look at them, they they they're taking it properly seriously. They look like a they look like a world championship team. They look like a factor in it. And I think the Crow lads look like they've kind of the the they kind of do it. They look like they're trying to do it in the same way. And and yeah, I think if there's anyone's gonna if there's anyone's gonna beat the Birchels or really push them, it's gonna be them boys. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I guess what's gonna happen is. Either the crows are going to beat them, or they're not. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I never thought. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> you mentioned world championship there. There was there was a way last weekend world championship and they're winning again. Yeah, they, so they're oh, going yeah. to be hard to beat for sure. Well, yeah. What I was going to say was Boothy, that they're they're going to hit that magical one twenty mile an hour um, lap record, which 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 every time I see Ben, he says, "Do not mention it." But Jenny, what do you think? 
sidecars, do you think the the crows are capable of beating the the Birchals if every if everything's fair? Yeah, I think I'd like to see them. Like you mm-hmm. say, I'd like to see them get up there. Um, I, like you say, I love the Birchals as well. I love them all, but it's nice to mix up a bit with a few different winners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we're going to see Jenny Timworth uh, beating Maria Costello on a sidecar? <laughs> Come on! Are you coming with me? <laughs> Steve, there you go, Steve. Would Driver you? or passenger? <laughs> I, I've told you I've lost the competitive spirit, but there's a man next to me that's the way, that, that talks have, the I'd talk. I'll have a go, yeah. Shall we? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Get TT in there. You've heard it here, guys. <laughs> me and Jenny are going to take on the world. I think you might be a bit big for one of them sidecars, Pritch. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you mean you mean my height, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, a bit, yeah. Just a bit tall, mate. That's all. <laughs> right, Jenny. What about you? What's uh, what's your wild card? What what, what are we predicting? Um, I think year? with the extra races, I'm going for the number of races won in a week by one. <sighs> Good. Yeah, rider no, I like beaten. that. I like that. So so currently stands at five. Yeah. With with Hutchie in 2010. Yeah. Which is the last time you raced yeah. the TT. Yeah. So you think there's more I, opportunity there to beat that oh what are you saying it's easy now <laughs> <laughs> so what what we think hickey's gonna I'm take i'm thinking hickey yeah i'm gonna go six i'm going hickey for six i was gonna go eight but i'm not sure about the super twin here's my thought if hickey does a great achievement but is it as a is it as um what's the word as as good as good <laughs> as gooder <laughs> as well gooder than than Hutchie doing it in 2010 when he just won every single race as opposed to winning, you know, six out of eight. Would would we see it as still a, a massive achievement, but is it as, as good a... Has it got to be an eight out of eight then? Hey, well, listen, it's a major achievement winning three, <laughs> getting a hat-trick, ma- major. <laughs> it's a big achievement getting one. Winning, yeah, winning one is. So, you know, and you need some luck, like mm-hmm. Hutchie had in, in 10. You know, he, he rode incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's a certain amount of luck involved as well, as there always is with a TT yeah. um, result. Hey, listen, if it happens and he does win six in a week, I'm not disputing that it's not a huge achievement, by the way. So don't, you know, those fans listening... I've never raced a bike. I get it. Can you hear him, Jane? He's grinding reverse. Can you hear him? Yeah. Can you hear him, Booby? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear it from here. All I'm saying is, Hutchie was limited to winning five, and he won five. What do you think to that? I, I know what you're saying. Winning all five is different to winning six out of eight. But like, you know, I've never, I've never won a TT. So like, I just to win one, I think is amazing. So. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know whose side of the fence I am, I'm on that. But yeah, I think Jenny's right. If anyone's going to win five, six or more, it's it's going to be one man and it's going to be Hickey, I think. But, but then, but then you know, we say that, like Steve said, there's a lot of luck involved. Um, Hutchie was, there was luck involved when he, when he did all five. Maybe it's, maybe it's going to be someone else. No one was expecting Hutchie to go and win five TTs when he did. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I don't think Hutchie. I don't think. And Hutchie to make was. it even better, he's going to be he's going to be on the team this year, you know. So yes. uh, yeah, on on yeah. the mic, so we can wind him up if people people are getting close. <laughs> I just hope someone's got that sensor button ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, no, he'll be he'll be just as proud of me. Will right. no doubt. Uh, Steve, how about you? What's um, what's your predictions? You see, he mentioned Hickey there. You know, I think Michael Dunlop. I do. You know, he's the favourite on the Super Sport and the Super Twin, so it's more than likely him that's going to be getting, you know, a lot of, or, or standing the chance as well as anybody else of getting a lot of race wins. Um, I think Michael be, could be getting a hat trick. 
this year. Um, taking to 24. Which we're to 24, you know. Um, and he's knocking on the door then, he really is, of uh, of another record, you know. But, um, you know, I think that's one of my highlights that, that I'd like to see. Um, but the other one is either Toddy or Connor with the Malenko uh, Padgett's team winning a race. It really would. Yeah, well, yeah. You I... know, Connor did the fastest ever lap for a Fireblade on the Stocker mm-hmm. last year. 133 something. I'm not. I can't remember exactly what, but yeah. And the boys on the on the pace, and um, if he keeps chipping away and getting faster, he's. I just love a Manxman to win a TT. The place would go wild, wouldn't it? Mega. So just going back to Michael real quick. You say a hat trick. In what classes do you do? You, do you think he's going to excel in the Super Sport and Super Twin or Super Sport and? Well, we already know how fast he is every year on the Super Twin and the uh, and the Super Sport, mm-hmm. but you know. On the stocker and on the superbike, I think he's going to be uh, much nearer to the front than what he usually is. I mm. really do. So it's wide open. It's wide open. It always is. It always is. Then Boothy, let's head to you. What uh, what's on your cards? Uh, do you know what? Wild cards wise, I think to, to take wins, it's going to be it's going to be the, the the guys on the top of the podium. It's going to be Hickey. It's going to be. Uh, there's nothing wild about that. Well, that's what I mean. That's, I, that's, that's my point. I think I don't think there's any. I don't think there's going to be any wild cards taking wins because there's too many. There's too many. Uh, too many guys at the front that are really really fast. Even if a couple of them have bad races, one of them breaks down, it's still going to be that kind of Dunlop, Hickey, Todd crew. When you say it's still going to be, is that you haven't won a TT yet, Toddy? Well, not yet, but he's gonna he's gonna be up there, isn't he? He's gonna be one of the boys at the front. I think wild cards wise, it's more. I think we're gonna see a few lads maybe get the first podium. So um, Mike Brown impressed uh, me. I wouldn't be surprised if he he sticks it on a podium or someone like Jamie Coward. I know he's had a podium on a on a lightweight, but you know he's getting he's getting fast on a big bike. So I think wild cards wise, I think that we're not gonna see anyone. Shockers by winning the race, but I think there might be some some new lads on the podium that are um, that haven't been there before. Mike had a good Northwest, and t- to be fair to him, he had a decent TT last year in the fact that he was hobbling around on two broken legs, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and now he's fit. He's on a he's on that that jump that bike. He's on the Burroughs Engineering bike. Well, bikes, I should say, uh, will be very very good because the Burroughs bikes are always fast. So I, I think you know he he might he might just stick it on the podium or or at least you know top five, uh, which I think for someone like that would be a, an awesome an awesome result. Am I hearing things right? He had a good northwest. He eyesighted the last race. He put himself in hospital. I didn't see that bit. I didn't watch that. <sighs> oh, all right. Rise and shine. Listen, up until that point, <laughs> up until that point, he was having a good he was having a good northwest. Hey, listen, that boy's a talent. I'm not. I'm not putting him down at all. Uh, he's keen. I had to have a word with him at the Northwest. He was one of my newcomers this year. Too keen because he was having a good Northwest. Yeah, trying too hard. Um, but anyway, um, but I said I'm an hypocrite because I'd be, <laughs> I used to do exactly the same. Yeah. You know? But um, however, I think if he just comes, I said to him there, if he just calms down the slight percentage, then he'll go even faster. Let's finish with. Um... I guess, you know, the big race, the senior is still the one that everybody wants to win. Everyone, anyone will take a TT win, but the senior is, is the one that everyone looks to, the Blue Ribbon event. Let's have our predictions. I don't think we're going to hear anything 
that we're not going to hear for the next couple of weeks. Um, Jenny, let's start with you. Give me your predictions for um, the Senior TT 2023 podium. So I've got about six people I want to put on there. But... Right, the podium's only... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go. I'm going to go... Right, I'm going to go Hickey, Dunlop, Dino. Dunlop taking the win, right? Oof. Dunlop's win. Uh, AC won it. It's so hard. I'm going to... But you can't bet against Hickey, can you? But then Dino's won a, a senior. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hickey. Oh, so Hickey's going to win it. All right. I'm going to go Hickey, Dunlop, Dean. Oh, nice. Boothie? Uh, I'm just going to mix Jenny's up a little bit and, and I'm going to go Dean, Hickey, Dunlop because I really want I, re- I really want uh, Dean to win a t- uh, senior TT. I, I, feel like I, I feel like I should put Davey Todd on there, but he keeps blowing engines up, doesn't he? So, um, yeah, he's got to do six laps without blowing an engine up and I, I don't think we can count on that. So, yeah, Dean, Hickey, Dunlop. I hope someone's writing these down so we can check after um, after the senior. Steve? I had pre-written something, but I'm going to change it. Oh, okay. We'll allow it. Dunlop to win, the senior. I'm going to go Todd second and Hickey third. Ooh, cat amongst the pigeons. I'm See, not going to tell you why. Oh, we know something that we don't. Will you tell us off air? Nope. Okay. <laughs> if anybody cares... Um, I'll give you mine. Um, I'm going. I'm going. And this is. I'm going with my heart rather than my head. Don't make excuses before you start. Connor, Davy, Dean. I like it. I'd like to see Connor. I've already said it. Well, that. Well, that's it. I'm going with my heart. My head says the same old. I know that. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Let's jump on ferry. And head to the island. Jenny, we'll see you out there. Thank you very much for being part of the podcast. Thank you. It's been great. Boothy, I'll catch up with you um, out there and we'll do some filming together. Can't wait for it. I can. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Steve? Mate, I'm looking forward to it. Catching up every night. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Well, that's it for the preview episode of the TT Podcast. Hopefully that's whet your appetite for what's about to come. And don't forget, as I said at the top of the show, starting from Monday the 29th, we are daily in the paddock with the TT Podcast. And whether you're watching the bikes over on the island or you're at home taking in all the action on TT Plus, make sure you've got your TT Live Pass to do that. Steve, it's only days away now. Are you as excited as I am? I'm excited. I'm not as nervous as the riders, obviously, but, uh, mate, I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. Cannot wait. Right, let's get to the island. Mm-hmm.